Hey everyone, my name is Brett Howe and I am an athlete mindset and life coach. I'm a former dual sport ACAC athlete playing both hockey and soccer at the college level. I am now mom of four, entrepreneur and founder of AMP Coaching. AMP Intermission Podcast shares top-notch conversations with some of the most inspirational people around. I speak with those from top performing past and present athletes, coaches, to sport parents, and everyone in between. In sharing stories from adversity to triumph, this podcast will inspire athletes to follow their own genuine path to fulfillment in life and in sport. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on? I am bringing you another episode of AMP Intermission Podcast. This one today is going to be short but sweet. This is specifically for those athletes that are struggling game day with their preparation, feeling like when the game starts, they are not quite focused. They're not quite where they need to be. These today are going to be little tips, tools, tricks that might help you as an athlete to implement into your game day routine that will help you keep that focus and be ready mentally to step on that ice. The thing with elite level athletes is physically you are at the level you need to be to compete. Can we increase in that? Of course we can, but you are physically capable of competing at that level or you wouldn't be there. Now, you've been in the gym, you've been off ice training, on ice training, practices, working on those areas in which we need to improve on as a team, as an individual. You've got it all down pat in that physical aspect for the most part. But what I see in so many athletes is their lack of preparedness to step on that ice. Even going from my first year of university hockey to my last year of college, and that was about a seven year window. The ability to have the mental preparation from that first year to that final year was crazy different. And I found there was a huge lack in preparedness. And I attest a lot of it to our devices and what we had access to and all the things that we were filling our minds with throughout the days. And being more and more attached to the devices. From my first year of university, we weren't even allowed cell phones in the dressing room. If they were in the dressing room, they had to be off. If they were in the dressing room, they were on and a ringer went off. We were penalized for that. We had a lot of makeup to do till we were allowed to hit the ice um, for a game. So that was kind of the, the discipline that occurred if our phones went off. And now I see phones in dressing rooms, Snapchat being accessed throughout the game. It's wild to see the difference in that accessibility of those devices and how much they truly impact our focus. So that's a big one. But also the pressures, the social pressures, the expectations of student athletes now has increased drastically. I find we jam pack our days with even more than we ever have before. And there's that expectation to do that. And those are all things that add to that ability to be focused or not be focused prior to a game. So those are definitely things in which are crucial in making sure that we have the capacity to have the preparedness. As a as a past student athlete, I would recommend creating a schedule, especially if you're in college 
or university, um, or you can pick and choose your, your high school courses, I would really focus on setting a, a schedule that's not going to overload you, that's not going to overwhelm you, and being conscious and aware of where you need to put your attention and focus. Because yes, you are students. Your attention needs to go into your studies, but you're also athletes and you want to perform at your highest. So there needs to be this integration of the two. And I don't want to say balance because things are always out of balance. We just need to have the ability to know when we're putting more focus in one area than the other. And when it comes to game day, I really like to encourage athletes to try and eliminate all those outside noises as much as possible. Now that's not saying skip class. I wouldn't recommend that, but I would recommend making sure that you've kind of created a schedule, which is, is easy to manage on those game days as well. So that's the first one, but I want to get into your game day routines. I want to get in from the start of the day to when you're about to hit that ice, how we're going to focus, how we're going to create this mindset where we are ready to compete the second that we go on for our on-ice warm-up, okay? Um, and that starts from even the week of preparation. That starts from your everyday lives as well, like things that you need to really pay attention to or the amount of sleep you're getting. If you, three days prior to your game, pull an all-nighter, there's a good chance it's still going to have its impact on you by the time you hit that ice on the Friday or Saturday night. So be mindful of what you're doing every single day, make intentional choices. That's a no-brainer. But these specifically are more related to that, that game day with the anticipation that you are making the decisions throughout the week that are required to really give yourself, you know, the highest opportunity to compete in life and in sport right? And making sure that every choice you're making is in alignment with that. That's huge. But specifically for this game day, it starts with even the night before, you know, you need to be in bed at a decent hour. You need to make sure that you're off screens. Screens are very, very bad for your circadian rhythm because essentially what they do is the blue light from the screens is sending signals to your body to not produce the melatonin that is a hormone required for sleep and is all impacting your circadian rhythm. What your circadian rhythm is, is essentially your clock inside of you telling you when to rise, when to fall. So if you can imagine when the sun goes up and it's time to compete, it's time to be ready. And when the sun goes down and your body is starting to produce melatonin to get in that lower state, so you need to do the things that are going to give you the greatest opportunity to compete at your highest level. And yes, games are usually in the evening, but we need to adjust that and we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves, getting the right amount of sleep and staying off electronics at the late hours, right? And at the very least, if you're going to scroll, the biggest thing I would suggest to those people is to make sure that you have a blue light blocker glassware okay eyeglasses that are going to block the blue light and if anyone is looking for recommendations on a company i would suggest please do reach out to me via instagram brett how brett how underscore coaching and i would gladly offer you some recommended you know companies that i would look into the blue light blocker glasses for okay uh, so that's the biggest thing is try to stay off the electronics go to bed at a decent hour if you're going to be on electronics that's all right. I'm not going to tell you to stay off them. I'm going to tell you to get some eyewear that's going to block that blue light so that your body is still going to produce the melatonin and your circadian rhythm is going to not take a drastic Im impact and decrease that melatonin supply. So 
when you go to bed early, you're going to rise at a decent hour. You don't have to sleep the morning away because you need to put, give yourself enough space and time to, for the focus, but also for the intake, for the nutrition, for the water intake. You don't want to sleep until a few hours before your game. That's not going to be good for your pregame. That's not going to benefit you. You're not going to be putting enough of the right stuff in your body at that point. So I would recommend, you know, 7, 8 a.m., rise and try to at the very least rise with the sun rise when the sun comes out and I know as we come into the winter months it's definitely challenging to go to sleep when the sun goes down and rise when the sun comes up but definitely in the mornings I would recommend trying to adjust to those times so that's the first thing is wake at a decent hour wake early avoid sleeping in once you're kind of up I would anticipate going for a walk or a light jog. And while you're doing this, it's you're going to know it's game day. You're going to have this level of focus already on the game. But what I don't want to see is what I would hate to see athletes doing is spending the first thing in the morning stressing about the game and thinking about all of the things that we need to be thinking about at the rink. So there's a fine line between not thinking about the game and being aware that you have a big day coming up, you have a big game coming up, but also allowing yourself to implement some strategies that are going to also loosen you up and get you in a state where you then are prepared when the time comes to think about the game and to think and to visualize and to do the things that are required to really have your peak performance. So going for a walk, a light jog, whatever it might be, while you're doing that, practice gratitude. Practice vitamin G, taking in something that you're grateful for in life, in sport, anything, just like getting your mind in the right state. And that's not necessarily that you have to be overly happy about everything in the world. It's that you just have to be at peace and optimistic about the day ahead of you and being grateful for things. At the end of the day, you're an elite level athlete. That's something to be grateful for in itself. There's not a lot of people get that get that opportunity to do that. And you have that opportunity. So let's find the gratitude. Let's enjoy being the elite level athlete you are. Let's enjoy the journey of trying to hit that next level too. Okay. Then gotta have a breakfast. And some athletes are like, no, I don't really like breakfast. Uh, I like to just wait till lunch. No. I would highly recommend just putting something in your body. It is so important that you're starting to fuel your body. And if you think of food as something you're meant to enjoy and it's hard to do that, let's just shift that perspective. And let's think of food as fuel for this engine that needs to compete at its highest potential so that you can hit that next level. So the fuel you're providing it is the food you're going to intake and starting with a good breakfast. And, you know, I also have tips and tricks on what I would suggest for nutrition, but as an athlete, I think that you probably know what's best to put in your body. You know that sugars aren't the greatest thing to put in your body before games, etc. So again, please do reach out if you're like, I need some more insight or, and maybe some of your suggested intakes that you would have throughout the day. Aside from that, I'm going to leave it up to the experts to really give you, you know, the nutrition guideline that would be best for your game. 
throughout the day, you want to be drinking lots of water and that water intake, it needs to be like even the day before it needs to be all the time, but really laser focus on the intake of water you need throughout the day. Don't just wait till 5 PM to start drinking water. It needs to be something you're consistently doing throughout the day because that is going to keep you hydrated as we all know, right? Now this one, people may not necessarily agree. And this is one of those ones that take it or leave it. This is something that I would do. This is something that my husband has started implementing his game days. And there's huge benefits that I see when I have cold showers myself, I feel so much better going into the day. Now that's what I would suggest is jumping in a cold shower. Are they comfortable? Heck no, they are not comfortable at all. Honestly, I don't love them, but I love the feelings I get afterwards. I love the impacts I have afterwards that carry me through the day, not only from the mental side of things, but from the physical benefits. And specifically if for game day, the things that will really help and be, you know, a benefit of a cold shower is your endurance. Endurance is a big one in sport. You're going to increase your maximum intensity in exercise. That's another one is you're just like increasing this level of intensity you can give during exercise. And these energy levels increase as well. You, if you ever have a cold shower, you get just like this boost of energy. And that's a really positive thing to have when you're having a late night game too, is you need to have that energy. It also helps with recovery post your games. So a lot of the time when I was an athlete, I would have ice baths on a recovery day, not necessarily ever on a game day. Um, maybe post game, I would have an ice bath, but as I've done a little bit of digging and seen the benefits that can occur of having a cold shower pre-game, not right before the game, but like in that morning for lunch, whatever it might be, I've seen the benefits and I've seen how it impacts my body personally. And like I said, take it or leave it. If it's something that you're not willing to do, that's totally fine. This is just a tip that I would implement into my routine now. If I was still an elite level athlete, I do it in my everyday life. I maintain at least once a week, I need to have a cold shower. And depending on what I have going on throughout those days, I'll pick and choose what day I do because I know that it's going to give me those things. It's going to give me the endurance. It's going to give me the ability to increase my intensity. It's going to increase my energy levels and it's going to help with recovery. Okay. I would consider staying off your phone the second you get to the rink. I mean, if you can limit your screen time throughout the day, if you can limit where your distractions are, one of them being your phone, if you can eliminate that altogether throughout the day, perfect. But I would really recommend turning your phones off when you walk into that rink. That way that distraction is not there. You are laser focused on the task at hand, which is competing at your highest level and you're ready with your team. You know, part of the love of a, of hockey I had was the team and experience, the camaraderie. And that starts when you hit the rink and that starts when you walk into that dressing room. And I love that atmosphere, but if we're all on our phones and we're all sidetracked and we're distracted by this, that, whatever, you're not getting that full experience, which is such a big part of all of it. When I look back, those are the memories I have, not necessarily how I played each and every game, but it was my teammates and it was those relationships I built. And it was things that happened in and around the dressing room, in and around the rink that really created some really special moments for me and some really special memories. Okay. So consider taking 
taking a week and just doing it, just shutting your phone off every time you hit that ring, doing it game days and just seeing the effects that it can have and the benefits that it has. Because I don't think I would strongly argue someone who came to me and said, yeah, but my game is better when I leave my phone on throughout the game. Like I have a better game and I'm more mentally prepared. I I would argue that with someone that shutting your phone off is not going to have a negative impact on your performance. Once you get to the rink, sometimes recommend to my athletes, put a journal in your back, in your hockey bag, you know, keep a journey journal in your, whatever bag it is, whether it's your soccer bag, whatever it might be, have a journal in there. And when you get to the rink, write down two to three goals you have for that game specifically. I mean, you can write as much as you want about what's going on up there in your mind, but I would recommend writing two to three goals that are game specific for this game. And this is going to start that real focus for that game. That's really going to start getting you in the most mental preparedness state, right? And we all have our pregame rituals. We all have the things we do, whether we're taping our stick in a certain corner, whether we're stick handling, whatever we're doing, we all have those rituals. Even from some of us, like what skate we put on first, how we dress. I even see it. It's pretty awesome. I see it in young athletes already having that certain way that they dress and have to do things and how particular they are. And that's okay. And that was a mindset thing. And that was something that in my experience, when I had those rituals, those things I did every single game, they helped me get more focused. They didn't necessarily, they weren't necessarily the things that were going to help my performance, but they were the things that were going to help me get my brain in repetition and get my brain in that focus for the game. So last but not least is you're all given this, you get to the rink X amount of hours before the game. Usually like I would recommend two hours for sure. And you do your things as a team, you have individual time. If you can take one thing from this episode, one piece of advice I would give you that I would implement into your every single game day routine, it is the mental preparation you do at the rink. It's the visualization. And if you need to meditate, you can meditate. I would try anything. I would try all of those tools and seeing what works best for you. But personally, the visualization is huge. And visualization to me isn't meant to be done with a partner sitting beside you and that distraction there it's time away as an individual preferably for me it was sitting and looking at the ice surface because then I could actually visualize the game I could visualize the things that were going to unfold and when we're visualizing we don't think about the mistakes we're going to make. We don't visualize those. We visualize the successes, the wins, the areas in which we're really going to nail it as an individual, okay? And it might be winning battles. It might be coming out of the corner, you know, taking a shot on net, whatever it might be. I visualize those things. And more often than not, it's about the successes. It's not about losing a puck battle. (laughs) You want to visualize the performance that you're looking for, the performance that you want and desire. So visualization is key. I would highly recommend really narrowing in on that. If anything, if you don't do any of the tools I've given you, really try to focus on what you do at the rink, how you visualize and doing it in a manner in which is 
you as an individual and your journey and not being distracted by the outside noises that we face so much in society today. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode. These are just a few tips and tricks that I would implement if I were you. I would really recommend just trying one or two if any of them appeal to you. Um, like I said, it's not it's not the must-follow list, right? It's if you're an athlete struggling with that focus, are we doing things wrong? Are we putting our energy and attention into the wrong things at the wrong time? And that's going to be huge for your game. Having that mental preparedness for your games is is going to be one of the greatest strengths that you can bring as an elite level athlete. So why not work on it now? Why not try and find those tools that are going to help propel you forward now, as opposed to waiting until next year or waiting until the next season or, you know, waiting till you feel like you're at rock bottom. Why not implement them now if you don't feel laser focused each game? Have a great one, guys.